Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Uh, now on the Tigers versus the Knights. Look, it wasn't the highest quality of uh, rugby league that I've ever watched. Um, in saying that, they're better players than me, so what can I say? Uh, but the Knights defeat the West Tigers 14-12. Absolutely one of the bravest efforts that I've ever seen by the Knights personally. Uh, down to 12 men twice. So I think it was like 25 minutes in total, I think. Um, they were absolutely... What I loved about the Knights' performance is their attack was... Yeah, okay. It was their defence. Yep. They were gutsy. Oh. And what have we been asking for the last probably year? What have we been saying? I just want to see some guts and grit, some line speed, some refuse, just to refuse to die. And that's what the Knights did. You can build off stuff like this. This, is, this could be, you know, a turning point for them. They, they lost Kalen Ponga. They lost Braley essentially in the first. May as well just say they didn't play with them. If you said before the game they'd go to Leichhardt without Ponga and Braley and lose Frizzell halfway through, you'd say they're getting a cricket score put on them. Yeah, no Adam Elliott, Tyson Gamble playing his first game, Lockie Miller playing his eighth game of first grade. Like the lo- the more you look at it, the more impressive it is. But I just hope that it, I hope it is a turning point because mm. I, I, if I'm sitting here going, it was great, it was very impressive, gutsy. But I'm going, where was that last week? Mm. And if it's not there next week when you got 17 back, what's going on? Mm. You can do it. You can do it in the worst situation possible. Yeah. They've got to be able to bottle that and use it next week. I, mate, I, I thought the standout for me, not a standout, but I thought he was great. Leo Thompson coming off the bench. Impact. Massive impact immediately. Oh, fuck. That shot he put on, um, who's the hooker for 14 for Tigers? Um, uh, yes. Uh, Simkin. Yeah. Oh, game changer. Oh. West Tigers had him under the pump. Boom. Thompson comes up with a big hit. They get the ball back. Um, yeah, so Knights, you know, I guess the big talking point is, first of all, we want to give a massive rap to the Knights for their gallant effort, like Gagai, Dominic Young, you know, um, you know, all the boys, you know, Jackson Hastings getting the win against his old club. Uh, Phoenix Crossland came on and tackled his absolute ass off. Uh, but the biggest talking point coming out of the game, well, there's two. There's the Kalen Ponga head knock, and there's also the Jackson Hastings uh, post-match 
altercation with uh, Tommy Talao and David Clemmer. I guess we'll talk about that one quickly first. Uh, like, it's hard to have an opinion on it because I don't know what was something said on the field that was too far. Was he just upset because he had a broken nose and he got sent off and he couldn't play for the rest of the game, Tommy Talao? It's not a good look. It just, it's not. You know, it's supposed to be what happens on the field stays on the field. In the same time, like, if you just had your nose broken, passions are flaring, emotions are flaring, yeah, a little pushing and shoving, but they walked away. There was no big drama. So I don't think it's a huge issue at all, but it's not like the perfect, you know, we, we always try to say when the game finishes, you shake hands and, you know, you move forward. I don't think anyone watching that thought that Jackson Hastings did it intentionally. Now, when you get your nose broken, you're not sitting there going, he did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cut him some slack. He didn't do it intentionally. You're going, he's, you know, that's a swinging arm, blah, blah, blah. So it's, yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I thought it was very clear it was accidental, but I think also, just keep in mind, Tommy Talao's a young guy. I think that'll be something he'll look back in the future and go, oh, probably could have handled that better. To be honest, I think when you, if you watch it, by the end of Hastings going, mate, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you could see Talao kind of be like, all right, kind of thing. But I think by that point, Clemmer came over. I think that changed the tempo of the whole thing. Well, Clem is just doing what you do. You back your mates no matter who's right or wrong. Mm. You know, anyone that is in a rugby league team, you're not going to be like, hey, Tommy, relax, bro. Like, you're going to be like, I don't care what Tommy did. He's my fucking brother and I'm going to back, back him no matter what. But I, if, yeah, if you watch it again and you watch it, by the end of it, you can kind of see Tommy going and goes like that and he goes to turn and walk away. And so I think, like... Yeah, obviously, Clem coming doesn't help the situation, but he doesn't know that that's happening. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't think people should be... I, I disagree with the way that Tommy Talao handled it, but we've all made stupid mistakes and reacted poorly when we're at that young age. If you want a great example, look at the guy he was talking to, Jackson Hastings. Yeah. He 100% would have handled that terribly when he was younger. He'll be the first There's one. There's a little push that. and shove. You're growing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's more so, for me anyway, and I, I think Tigers fans feel the same from the measures I've got in the last 24 hours, it's the optics around the club. Oh, for sure. It's the last thing they need. And like, like, mate, I... When Tim Sheens walked into the press conference after and they asked him, he said, don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean you don't know what you're talking about? In my opinion, him not knowing what they're talking about says more about the Tigers than them just taking ownership for it. Yeah, I would just be like, Tommy was emotional, He's upset. He's pissed off. He's a young kid that's yeah, pissed off. And just, we just say it. Yeah, and, and you know, he got a bit out of hand, but it's all good. Um, yeah, so I understand Tigers fans being like, not a good look, we just lost, you know, rah, rah. But I can also understand, like, you just had your nose broken. It, it, yeah. It's, it's not... I'm not saying it's okay, but I am saying like, you know, you, you're footy players. Like these aren't just normal. You just played a big game, had your nose broken. You're an aggressive young player. You're going to be a bit filthy about it. And I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's more to it. Maybe Jacko said something on the field that we're not aware of, which quite possibly could have. I don't know. But geez, if that's the bone you're going to pick, <laughs> Jacob's like, he almost killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's silly. There's no, there's no denying it. yeah. it's silly, uh, but it's not the end of the world. I don't. People that are trying to like, you know, call Clemmer and Tommy this, that, the next thing. This, like, these things happen. Like, yeah, not a good look. Tommy will learn from it. Clem's just defending his mate. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, what do you reckon, Timmy? Mm. Yeah, if I uh, if I got a blue after every time someone broke my nose, mate, I'll have an amateur boxing record. I reckon. <laughs> um, look, I don't want to. I don't want to comment on it too much because I don't know the details. I don't know if there were words said and whatnot that I might have missed out on. So without um, getting the full context, you boys summed it up well. It, it was not a good look, but at the same time, they had a scuffle after the game. There wasn't much in it. Um, move on and whatever. Good to yeah. see that. I don't mind seeing passions overflow at times like that. Um, they were devastated after a game that they probably should have won. The Tigers, mm. a bit heated. 
whatever. Yeah. Um, now, uh, on to Caelan Ponga head knock. Man, what a sad, what just a sad situation because you know Caelan's sitting there going, oh, my God, I'm going to be a headline for the next week. <sighs> you know, I just – I love the fact that, you know, it's great that the Knights want to try him at six and whatever, but I just – the extra chances you are by putting him in the front line, I don't understand it. And I think everyone listening to this podcast has, I guess, I mean, that's what we, we've kind of felt from the start, like keep him at fullback, get him through a season, then maybe consider it. Uh, now he's Pong is in a really tough situation where, what, four, four concussions in 10 months, I think it is. Mm. You know, does he need to take five to six weeks off? Like, he, he literally couldn't finish the season last year because of head knocks. I, and then when he – let's say he comes back. Let's say five weeks, good to go, all the checks are clear. Do you put him at six? Do you risk that again? I, I don't know. Like, or, you know, and maybe it's really unfair on the Knights to say that because this, this can happen to anyone on the field. You can do that at fullback. You can do it at, in the front line. But surely being in the front line increases the likelihood of, of getting hit. In the head. Yeah. And I mean, mate, like, if they do move him back to fullback, if I'm a Knights fan, I'm going, hold on. You traded <laughs> Max hard. Bradbury. You sold the farm to get a fullback. Now our five eights playing fullback where he oh. was after one game and one minute. Where are we going to play Miller? I mean, he's an out now. Like, he can play other positions, but I, th- oh, I think he's a fullback. I, I, that's where I wonder if they'll be a little bit stubborn with this because they look stupid if they do move him back there, I think. It's the right thing to do. I agree with you. But the optics aren't great. If I'm Adam O'Brien, the optics aren't good. I spent my whole preseason moving him to 5'8". He got one concussion. I move him back. You knew he was going to get concussed at some point. And, and we're not being hindsight hero, guys. I think everyone on... We spoke about We this. spoke yeah. about the fact... Yeah. Keep him at In fullback. In depth. In depth that we think he should stay at fullback. He has the talent to work at six, but keep him at fullback. Look, is it... What do you, what do you reckon, Timmy? Well... We spoke about how, like, quite surprisingly to me, actually, but I think 5'8", across all positions on the field, had the least concussions in recent years in rugby league. Now, I don't know how much the Knights looked into that or if that had much of an impact on the move, but I think, realistically, they're a different... This is a different circumstance because, firstly, Caelan Ponga going to the halves is going to get all the traffic direct at him. Mm. So he'd probably end up making, if he stayed at 5'8", 15, 20 tackles more than a, an average bloody 5'8 because of the, the teams trying to wear him out. And, and Kemp, you made the good point off air that because he's played fullback his whole career and he moves into the halves, his tackle technique isn't seasoned. It's not as good as other 5'8. So there's, of course, there's going to be increased likelihood of, of injuries and head knocks. So, mate, I just, I was never really keen on the move in the first place. And it's so devastating that it's played out how it has. We can only hope and wish that, that Pong is feeling all right and that he comes back sooner rather than later. But as you said, Guru, it's left him in a really interesting position when he does come back because I would say, yes, absolutely get him back to fullback, but you're basically putting a line through Lockie Miller then because you, you, you can also move Lockie Miller to the wing and they don't need wingers the Knights. Mm. They've got Young, they've you got Marju, they've got Hunt. Marju came back through New Wales Cup on the weekend. Like, Is so, there a world where you put Lockie Miller at six in defence and then move him back to fullback in attack and you put Ponger at six in attack? Maybe, maybe you can do that. Because, like, I mean, Lockie Miller has played rugby seven, so he can defend to a degree. He's yeah. a, he is a smaller player, but... It'd be interesting, and, like, it's very much outside the, the, the box thinking, but they have to, and 
you know, Miller is a fullback because of his kick returns and his yard is and all of that, whereas he's not really a 5'8". I'm not saying he can't do it, mm. but um, and KP, we don't want him at 5'8", because we don't want him defending there. So possibly that can be done. I don't mm. know. It's tough, isn't it? Because then, you, you know, we're having these conversations and the only time he doesn't play well at fullback is at Newcastle. Mm. Kills it when he plays Origin. Like, he's, like he, he matches, if not betters, James Tedesco quite often. He's playing Origin. Like... And, and in regards to KP, like, I just want what's the best for him. Yeah. Whether it's him playing 300 NRL games and he gets through this, great. Whether it's him looking and going, you know what, I've made quite a lot of money. Is it worth having issues the rest of my life? I don't know. I just want what – it's the same thing. When Boyd Cordner was going through this, I said the exact same thing. Whatever is the best for KP, that's what I want. You know, he's a superstar of the game. And, yeah, he has had injuries in the last few years or whatever, but – the amount of impact he has had on the game, getting young kids involved, you couldn't put a monetary figure on it. The amount of young kids that watched KP come through the ranks and got engaged into the game, you honestly could not put a figure on it. So I just want what's ever best for KP. Have, have you intervo- interviewed Boyd since he retired? Yeah. Yeah. What did he, like, was there, was there a certain moment? Was it just the build-up? Was it a doctor pulling him aside? Was there a moment that he started to question himself whether he should be doing this? Well, I think, I think it's when he came back, he was trying to ease back into it and he just didn't feel right. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. have that energy to get back into it like he used to. And he took a step back. But he, he said, like I said, because I tried to be honest with him without offending him because, like, I didn't want to be, you know, it's such a sensitive topic. But I sure. kind of said, like, mate, towards the end, like, you weren't getting hit. Like it seemed like you weren't getting hit as hard as it, and he said, "To be honest, mate, like in the t- in when it's happening, you don't want to believe that. Like yeah. you don't want to believe that, and because these are warriors, we're talking about warriors here. And like, yeah, KP is he's charismatic, he's cool, he's whatever. <coughs> KP is tough as nails, yep. tough as nails. And so, as I said, I just want whatever is if if in, if he comes back in two weeks and he's fine and everything's good to go and he plays six and he becomes one of the best six ever, that and he doesn't get injured." That's what I want for KP. Mm. But whatever is best for KP is what I want because he's done, you know, people don't give KP enough credit for the positive impact he has had on the game for young kids. Like he's the pinup boy, has been the pinup boy for how many years now? Like there's so many young kids that watch rugby league because of Kalen Ponga. And it would just be sad to see him. He deserves better than that, I yeah. think. You know, he deserves better than being chewed up and spat out by the game. He deserves to have the best possible outcome going forward, in my opinion. Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's so, I don't know what the answer is, man. Yeah. I don't know. As I said, of course, we're going to say put him back at fullback. We always thought he would should stay at fullback. But so it's not like this has changed our opinion. Mm. You know, we, we've always had the opinion we should keep him at fullback. Yeah, and, uh, and I've always had the opinion that I think he can work at 5'8 if Jackson Hastings is the halfback, but this was always the risk you were running, that he was going to have to make not 20 tackles, probably 30 tackles because teams are going to run traffic at him. And the situation that happened, it wasn't even like they were targeting him. Just a big, strong ball run up, head in the wrong spot. It's going to happen, you're defending on the edge. Fuck, it just made me sick. Poor, I just feel... I just feel bad for him and like I know a lot of people go oh he's a millionaire and don't feel bad for him it's like that doesn't change like it doesn't <laughs> change attitude. how he feels at, like you know what I mean it doesn't change the impact of this it doesn't change the fact that he's genuinely going to have sleepless nights going do I should I go back hmm. do I need to have six weeks off do I need to have half a year like the whole year off do I need to these the, the headlines everywhere he's going to have everyone he knows when they come up and speak to him 
How's the head, mate? How's the head? Yeah. Constant reminding. So sending our best wishes to KP. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a legend bloke. So talented. Done so much in the game already. Whatever is best for him, I hope he, get, he um, sorts it. Um, but, yeah, back to the Knights. Jaden Braley, obviously, best wishes to him too. He got his head in the wrong spot. Um, what a gutsy performance. What a gutsy performance. Uh, Lockie Miller, nine tackle breaks, 161 metres. I will say, and I remember we were speaking about it pre-season. We said we a bit concerned or not. Well, Timmy was like, I just want to see what his ball playing is mm. like. And I remember someone commenting going, are you serious? Sprayed. Massive spray. <laughs> and, and I just replied to it. I was like, are you serious? Like, we ju- He's just saying he wants to see it. Um, he's, and also, not everyone watches fucking Rugby Sevens. How would we know? <laughs> but I think you've been proven right. Like, I think his ball playing does need a little bit of work. And his pass selection needs a bit of work. Yeah, still very much a question mark, isn't it? And it's sort of gone relatively to plan for him because he's ball running exceptionally. He's racking up these big mm. meters. He's racking up these big tackle breaks. But uh, the ball playing is still a question mark. I do need to touch on Dom Young, who had an unreal game. I think you boys might have even had him in, in your team of the week. The challenge for the Simbin was one of the all-time Barrys. Oh, like I know, I know, um, who, Naden. I know Naden dived, yeah. but it's like, bro, and, and both fa- hands on your the shoulder. The fact that the fact that Brooksy dummy didn't actually pass to him. Essentially, the second he made contact with him, it was illegal play. I was <sighs> like, when he challenged it, and I was like. Did I miss something there? Then they showed the replay. I was like, oh, no. I think he fell for the dummy. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely I, I, do. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think he was just trying to time yeah. the pass with yeah. the tackle. But the challenge, it's like, oh. oh. Um, but Dominic Young, he made up for it, though. He did. He did. Two huge plays at the back end. The one where he, some, when they were player down, somehow got back, batted the ball back oh. towards the Tigers, but it went out. Incredible play. It's desperation stuff. Desperation. Love to see it. Uh, Looks yeah. like um, Jacob Saifidi's facing five weeks. Yeah. Adam Elliott's still – I spoke to him the other day. He, he reckons he, he could be up to a month. Oh. So, obviously, we're one week down on that. So, hopefully, Ads is back soon because they're going to be without Jacob. So, it's going to be Daniel and Leo Thompson, who was great on the weekend. Mm. But, once again, it feels like we're back to the same problem two weeks ago. You're two elite front rowers. Yeah, it's tough. But so, Knights fans, just enjoy it. Like, you know, it's one of those wins you always remember as a fan. You go, remember that day we had all the, everything went against us. Everything got the job done. Isn't it the sort of game? And, you know, I'll be honest, when I saw him named in the team, I went, why is Tyson Gamble named? Mm. I don't think they win that without Gamble. <laughs> He's such a He could have not bro. touched the football, just having him on the field, how just that, being how, a prick for eight How Adam Dewey didn't punch him oh. in the face. I'll never know. Because <laughs> there's that initial spray where yeah. he stands over him. You go, yeah, you can have that one, mate. But he stayed there and just kept going. <laughs> he followed him the next set. Did you see that? The play the ball was on the left-hand tram line. He was on the short side in front of the play the ball offside spraying him. Mate. They couldn't go to the left-hand side that entire set because Tyson was carrying on, so they had to always go to the right. It was the best. I cannot believe Dewey didn't just, just go, you know what, 10 in the bin. We've already lost the game anyway. I'll cop it. I'll cop it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because he would have got, what, 10 in the bin? That's it. Yeah. I, I seriously, like, you know, I'm not some tough guy or whatever, but I seriously would have considered it because <laughs> they were never winning that game at the end of the Tigers. Like, yeah. I know they got that absolutely nonsense call, but they weren't going to win that game. Um Anyway, we'll get to the Tigers now. Uh, Adam Dewey had moments, um, but Luke Brooks just hasn't fired a shot this year. 
And and it's not like I hate to say it, but Hastings came there with everything against him and beat you in your own home ground with twelve men for twenty minutes or twenty five minutes or whatever it was. He's strike six gone. He's nine gone. Thirteen gone. Thirteen gone. And he managed to beat you. Like first ever game with the five eight rookie fullback. I'm sorry, and I don't want this to sound like an insult, an insult to Luke Brooks because I rate him, and I think if he would have left, he could have been really successful somewhere. But if Hastings was playing halfback for the Tigers, they win. They win thirteen plus, in my opinion. Oh, they win. I think they win for sure. I Luke Brooks, we've been saying it for he has to leave that club. Mm. Yeah, he has to. What was disappointing for me, Brooksy, was that I thought for sixty minutes, fifty minutes, he was all right. Like he had his moments. He had a, a really nice line break, sort of trying to get the running game going again. He belted a. 40-20, he backed the 40-20 out with a repeat set. And I was going, you know, like not too bad. But it's the story of his career. He got to the last 20 where the game was there to be won for the Tigers and he went missing it's and went into his shell. And they it was Dewey that was trying to get yeah, the job done. Yeah, and they just lost their direction and, and didn't know how to, well, I won't say close out a match because they were coming from behind, but he went missing. And it's just like, that's when you need, need you have to step He's got to go. It, it, like... <clears throat> He, he, I, he has too much talent to be playing at a club that yep. struggles this much. And he's got to go for the good of the Tigers and for the good of Luke Brooks. I think Brooks, he had a good club, will kill it. I really do. Mm. I really do. He needs a fresh start. <clears throat> it's just not working. It, like how much, how many he's years? He's years old. He could have another six years of first grade. Yeah. I, th- I, think he do- I honestly think he is good enough to be a top tier half. Now, not the best half. But a top tier half. I really think he's got so much potential, so much good upside, but too much water under the bridge at the Tigers. Like too much has happened. It's just never going to work. I'm also, I think if he was to leave, I'm not convinced he would go somewhere else as a halfback. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes as a six. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's his ball running when he's at his best. <clears throat> it's, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that when you look at that squad now and they're still dishing up performances like that, I'm sorry, but you have to look higher. <sighs> Than the players you have to because the the, the excuse they were trotting out last year in, in some people not everyone in the media some people oh they're not tough they don't want to get on board with michael mcguire you know they're not tough enough they're not tough enough then a new new coach comes in they dish up this kind of performance two weeks in a row it's like at some point you have to go okay this is a new roster with guns in it and they're tossing up the same something needs to change higher up in my opinion like I, just watching them yesterday, like you signed Appy in the off season. Every time he took a scoot, can someone let the other Tigers know that Appy's on their team? <laughs> they just—they're not pushing with him. They're not yeah. providing anything. Tell oh, you what, in, in two weeks or two, we'll find out soon. But we're about to find out the value of Johnny Bateman. Johnny, because when he, if he comes into this team and look, he doesn't have to set the world alight necessarily football-wise, but. The wraps around Bateman, and the, it's there for all to see. It's just the impact he has to get people up around him, and he just leads by example. And whether you're inside him, outside him, you just don't want to let Johnny Bateman down because he will kill for you and do everything for that club. So I can't wait to see the impact if he, he has on this side. Look, the good thing is is that it's a long season. It's two rounds. They, they could come together. They could. Api Corosau gets more games under his belt, works with Api Cor- uh, Luke Brooks, Adam Dewey. Dane Laurie, I thought, you know, in, in ball running was really good, took some really tough carries, um, you know, had a couple offloads. Yeah, just 
Yeah, it's just the problem is, is it'd be okay if they had a solid year last year and then they, you know, took a bit to come together. But it, mm. it just seems like that kind of performance is not roster specific because it's a new roster. Yeah, I and mean, that's a concern. At the end of the day, the Tigers are 0-2. They've had two games at Leichhardt against two bottom eight teams, one oh. of which was missing half their squad. Meanwhile, the Dolphins, with the worst squad ever, apparently, yep. have played two top eight sides and got the win. Imagine what the Dolphins would have paid to have either Dewey or Appy. <laughs> God. I'd say, like, you, you, you Isaiah Papali'i. You mentioned um, Johnny Bateman coming back. I assume he'll play on the right edge. I thought the best positive to come out of your safe for the Tigers was Asuka Power jumping in there. I thought mm. he looked unreal on that edge. Mm. He's played centre in the past. I, I assume he'll stay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In the 17, but geez, at least he brought a bit of punch. Mm. Some aggression on the edge there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel sorry for Tigers fans. I don't know what it is, but... And look, they could turn it around next week and it might be an all, all a bad memory, but even if they do turn it around next week, like to dish that up twice at your famous home ground. Honestly, like, come on. when Saifidi got sent from the field, I thought to myself, they're still not going to win this. They'll find a way to <laughs> Mate, lose this. Watching the game yesterday, it was, I thought it was so evident that there was just no desire to roll up the sleeves and do the hard work and go through the middle and earn the right to go forward. They were just going from side to side expecting it to happen. Mate, they didn't look like penetrating him on the edges or going around him. Like they just expected it happens. No, no, like it's the old, one of the old cliches in rugby. You have to earn the right to use the ball out wide, and they didn't. They and, didn't look like it. And that has, was our criticism of Newcastle through every trial of round mm. one. Mm. Yeah, and the thing is, individually they work hard their forwards, like individually, individually but it yep. just doesn't seem that they're not working always together. Like but that's the Tigers' problem from the front row forward to the who's running the. The board. Mm. It seems like everyone's on a different page constantly. Mm. Hopefully they can turn it around, man, because it, it can't, it, it can't, this can't continue. Like, I I, I'd, I'd love to know what happened before Tim Sheens walked into that. Where either he didn't know anything about the situation and no one said it to him, which is bizarre to me, or they've gone, the best way to handle this is just put our head in the sand and pretend like it didn't happen. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully Tigers can turn it around. Like they got the squad. Squad is no longer an issue. Mm. The squad is good. It's good. It should be. Look, if the Dolphins can do what they've done, the Tigers can do similar. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.